0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: It's Thursday, so that means the Always One Hundred podcast is live tonight on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio dot com, and now officially starting today on Apple Podcasts. What's going on, everybody? I am Quinn. Uh, I am the host of the show tonight, joined by my esteemed co-host, my mom Mona, and joining us for the second week in a row, Uncle Trevor. What's going on, man? Not much.
0: Just ready to talk NFL. There you
1: go. Well, we got a great show for you all tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic show. We're looking at the AFC and NFC South tonight. Also, college football is back. So, for the first time this season, we'll be looking at the college football scoreboard. And, uh, yeah, and we'll update you. I'll update you on some of the big developments of the show. So it's uh, it's an absolutely beautiful night. A little hot and humid in Maryland, but uh, if y'all are ready to get started, uh, let's do it. So. Let's do it! Cool. All right. Third week of this division preview stuff here. Uh, last week we previewed the AFC and NFC North, which seemed to be, be very heated, and y'all had a lot of good stuff there. So uh, let's see what you guys have for the AFC and NFC South. This year. And we will start this week with the NFC South because, quite frankly, that's the more impressive division uh, than uh, the AFC. And we will start with the New Orleans Saints. As everybody knows on this podcast, the New Orleans Saints got thoroughly jobbed January NFC Championship game at home. Against the Rams, the worst call, the worst non-call in the history of sports that I've seen, uh, cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl, and in my opinion, a Super Bowl championship, because I think they would have beat the brakes off the Patriots. So you got to ask yourself, how do the Saints? How do you think the Saints are going to rebound after getting their hearts smashed two consecutive, you know, back-to-back years in the playoffs? Well. Here's the deal the gambling gods they're minus 160 to win the NFC south uh, plus 400 to win the conference um, some have five to one you know plus 500 and they're also plus 900 to win the super Bowl so uh, enough of me talking Mom, you're you're up you saw the game just like me uh, January we're watching the game what are your thoughts on the New Orleans Saints for 2019 2020?
2: Well, I have to say, starting off, hi, how are you? Hi, hi, hi. Hi. And the other thing is, I truly believe that New Orleans is going to have a difficult time rebounding from last year. Uh, Just like uh, you and I spoke years ago when Seattle had the debacle against New England and things just really just started going downhill for that team After that point, I think it's the same sort of thing for the the Saints. Um, Their offense is still somewhat potent, you know, as long as Drew Brees is on his game and he doesn't fall off a cliff. Uh, They only have Kamara. They don't have Mark Ingram any longer, so they don't have that two-headed backfield uh, like they had last year, which is a very powerful backfield. Uh, So they don't have that, but they do still have Michael Thomas with his new contract. So uh, they have a couple other pieces here and there that will fill in. But uh, if Drew Brees is not on his game and Kamara is not on his game, that offense is going to struggle. Uh, And psychologically, I think they still might struggle. You know, they might do okay through the season, but I think when it comes time for the playoffs, I think there's going to be a little naggy thing in the back of their mind, like, hey, are we going to be able to finish this? Um, And as far as the defense is concerned, uh, you know, Cam Jordan is still there, and their defense is is getting better. Um, So I think that they'll be okay. I do believe that they will win uh, enough games to make it to the playoffs, but I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl caliber and contender team this year.
1: Huh. Uh okay, yeah, that, that's uh, we'll 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 get to a rebuttal on a little bit. I, but you make you make some really good points. I, I'm Trevor, what, what's your what's your thoughts on the New Orleans Saints this year? Uh, I mean, normally
0: I would say that due to Drew Brees being what forty years old that they would probably do, do, and what happened last year, they're due for a big drop-off. But really, last year, I think, last year, their defense was normally like the strength of their team. It wasn't as much Drew Brees as it was in the past. And the defense is still there. And and their defense right now, if they're a defense and a running team, they win more on defense than it used to be in the wild, the wild gunslinging pass with, with Drew Brees. So, I don't think I think so much has been made of that bad call, that missed call. I don't think see, Seattle kind of did it to themselves. That's why that's what really hurt them. It wasn't really a bad officiating call. It was <laughs> a, a bad play call and a bad bad call, well, interception, interception, and that really deflated them. I don't think the world is going to be deflated. So I, I think they're going to be just as good this year as they were last year. But, um, you know, NFL has a lot of parity. So that division has a couple other teams in there that are
1: pretty solid as well, so we have to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. You guys make uh, very good points to start the show off. Um, here, Here's my deal on the Saints. Um, I and a lot of other people think that was just, I mean, you, you may say people make 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 a lot of that call, but I'm sorry, that was the most blatant pass interference call I think you're, any of us are ever going to see. I mean, because, I mean, it was, and it wasn't that, it wasn't not even that he, it was a pass interference. The man headshotting him on top of it. So, like, you had two penalties right there. If you call it and the Saints do their job, they're going to the Super Bowl. That's just—I guess just, i am sorry. I wish, I wish I could like, you know, I wish I could say something else to, you know, be more objective, but I can't. The man, like, the Saints got robbed, pretty much. Like that's just really all there is to it. Now is for this year. Losing Mark Ingram, yeah, that, that's that's going to be a bit of a. That's going to be a bit of an adjustment for them, but Alvin Kamara, who, by the way, I will gladly take on my fantasy team again, was absolutely awesome. Okay, Drew Brees is a living legend. Everybody knows how I feel about that guy. He is just—he is amazing. But yes, I have to be honest. He did kind of drop off there at the tail end of the season. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Drew does. But if they're if they have a balanced attack, I mean, I'll, I'm leaning to for Trevor on this one. I think they're going to be right in the thick of things, and we're just going to have to see if they can rebound from uh, playoff failures and playoff misery that they have endured the last two years. All right, so we'll move on from the Saints, and we'll talk about the Saints' biggest rival, the Atlanta Falcons, who uh, were 7-9 and nine last year and really did underachieve, in my opinion. But... Uh, as far as the gambling odds are concerned, Atlanta is three to one to win the uh, win the division. Fifteen to one to win the conference. Some have it at twelve to one, and then both have thirty to one to win the Super Bowl. So, um, I'll start with Uncle Trevor this time. Uh, what, what what do you think about the the Falcons here this year, man? What what, what are your thoughts on them? Uh. I think they
0: seem to be going in the wrong direction. <laughs> I, I think as much as, um, you know, sh- Shannon Hand, the former coordinator and current 49ers coach, was rightfully blamed for his play calling against New England in the Super Bowl. I think the offense is going downhill since he has left. I think Matt, Matt Ryan is going in the opposite direction. And I really don't, I really don't like what I see from Atlanta. I think Atlanta's going in the, in the opposite direction as far as being a competitive Super Bowl contender in the NFL. I'm not sure about this coach either. So, my opinion right now, I guess maybe Atlanta eight and eight, seven and nine, that will probably be good for them. I can't really see them doing any better than that. But that's, that's how I see it. Want we'll to see what happens in the next season, though.
1: All right, well, Ma, what are your thoughts on the Falcons there? I know you probably got a lot to say about them.
2: I don't have a lot to say, honestly. Um, Matt Ryan, I, I would agree with Trev. I think that he is going in the wrong direction. I mean, yes, he's getting a little bit older, but he's not getting more seasoned. Um, I don't know. They just they had a really bad drop-off last year. I'm not quite sure what happened there. Maybe it was injuries. Um, I am hopeful, though, that he's going to be able to get the ball downfield to my man, Quintoris Lopez-Jones, otherwise known as Julio Jones. Um, hopefully he can get it to him as well as Muhammad Sanu. Uh, those are two real threats um, in uh, the wide receiver position. So, you know, as long as Matt Ryan's doing okay and he can get it downfield, the, you know, the offense does have a chance. I'm more worried, though, about their – I don't really know who the real playmakers are on their defense that's going to be able to, you know, make a lot of turnovers and, you know, keep Atlanta in a game, especially if Matt Ryan and crew are not able to put up a bunch of points. So that's my my biggest concern is for that defense. Um, I don't – Dan Quinn, I believe, is supposed to be a defensive guy. I believe he came from Seattle – Touting a great defense, uh, but I haven't really seen that recently from um, his team. So I believe this is probably Quinn's last year. If they don't really do something spectacular, I think he's out of there.
1: Dan Quinn is interesting to me because yes, he was on the, the Pete Carroll, the, the Pete Carroll train, and here, here's the bottom line with Atlanta. You want to talk about a team that hasn't recovered? Let, let's be honest. I'm uh, sure. Let's be honest here. Atlanta never recovered after blowing a 25 point lead to to my Patriots. They haven't recovered. Okay. I mean that game, they were beating the brakes off New England that they like like they have never experienced before. And an hour later, New England's got confetti raining on them because they had the biggest collapse in the history of the Super Bowl. And it's, it's just, look, we, we talk about this all the time, Bob. And, I, I, and Uncle Trevor, you, you, we, you, we all talk about this. And I say all the time, me playing sports my whole life, look, not all playoff losses are created equal, okay? Not all losses are created equal. And the reason why that is is because it's how you lose. Not that you lose, it's how you lose. And in the case of Atlanta, and in the case of the Saints, having your heart ripped out of your chest and and hit it with a sledgehammer. Somebody hit it, hit your heart with a sledgehammer, right? That's what pretty much happened. Okay. The Saints, we'll see how they recover, but I know the Falcons have recovered. Julio um, Jones is awesome. Matt Ryan, I mean, for you know. You know, Matt Ryan being a top-five pick back in the day and all that. The man, the man's won an MVP award, and people forget because Atlanta wasn't any good last year. Matt Ryan threw, like, 4,600 yards last year and, like, 35 touchdowns. I mean, a guy had an MVP-caliber season, but Atlanta was 7-9, so nobody cares. Like, now, we'll see if they're healthy. If Atlanta's healthy and... You know, they got a, their defense playing good enough because I don't expect Atlanta's defense to do anything because Atlanta and defense don't really go together anyway. So, you know, we're going to see what you get from them. And if Matt Ryan is even a remote facsimile of Matt Ryan, well, I mean, at the low end, I could see 7-9. and nine. They could probably contend for a wild-card spot, I think. So, that, that that's my... That's my thing on Atlanta, but, uh, you know, the big takeaway from all that is Atlanta has never recovered from that game. And you can see it by watching them because they they lost some really close games. uh, The teams like like your Cowboys, Bob, they lost a lot of close games last year. I mean, you know, games that they had right there and they needed to make a play to win the game, and they couldn't make it, and the other team makes it. So, you know that—that's my—that's my thing on Atlanta. So we'll—we'll we'll, we'll see. I think they're going to be a pretty interesting team, though. All right. And the next team on the list will. Well, do you want to get you think you think the Bucks? We should just get the Bucks over with really quick, and then end with the Panthers. What do you think? Sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, up to you. I mean, just yeah.
1: You know, all right. All right, let's do let's do the Bucks real quick, and I'll, I'll just start because uh, the Bucks are twelve to one to win the win the division. Uh, I've seen I've seen their championship, conference championship odds are fifty to one, and their Super Bowl odds are like one hundred to one, eight to one, stuff like that. So the Bucks aren't really, you know, built to do much of anything, and I don't think they are. I think they're going to be a five six win team. Um, James is I mean and this has nothing to do with Bruce Arians and them but I'm not sure about James. I I'm, I'm just not. I'm, I James just doesn't amuse me. Like some some days he's good, other days he's meh. It's just meh. With so we'll see what the Buccaneers can do. I mean, they they should have been better, you know, it's, they should have been better a few years ago, but they haven't. So we'll see uh what the Bucks do. Uh, who wants to take it next? Mom, you or Uncle Trevor?
2: Hi, Trev.
0: Um, Bruce Arias, you know, was a good assistant coach in Pittsburgh. He was a good coach for, I guess, one year in Indianapolis, and he was a good coach in Arizona. So he has a very good track record. Now, I mean, Tampa Bay does have some talent. They're not a talentless team. You know, the the wild card is that is the quarterback, and he. I mean, he's very inconsistent. Um, he doesn't he hasn't really done anything to put anybody put any faith in him changing it or turning it around. But I, I think I guess this is probably his last chance. This is his last year as a starter in the NFL with um Bruce Arians. I mean so this is this is make or break for him i mean if, if he can turn around be more consistent, keep a can and be right up there near the top in that division they they have some talent so it's basically it's up to the quarterback he's got, he's got to lead them
1: all right well where what, what are your thoughts on the Bucks here
2: well i'm I was really surprised when your high grad. Bruce Arians decided to come out of retirement to coach this team. So it seems to me that he saw something in Jameis Winston that he really wanted to try and work with. And I I think uh, one of the – and I don't know this to be true, but I'm thinking that one of the reasons why he took the job was to try and help Jameis uh, become a better quarterback. So I think that's one reason why uh, Mr. Winston is still, you know, with the team other than his his contract, and he hasn't gotten into trouble within the last year. Uh, so I'm interested to see if Bruce Arians can help Jameis Winston, you know, become a more complete quarterback, sort of like what how he helped Andrew Luck get better uh, and helped your boy, Trev Big Ben, get better as well. Uh, I think he sees a lot of similarities with uh, Winston that he did in Roethlisberger and Luck. So um, I'm hoping that he'll be able to turn that around because am actually I'm rooting for Jameis to to do well. I'm really rooting for him. And and actually, I don't even know who the backup quarterback is that can push him along even since, since Patrick is gone. I don't know who the backup is. Uh, I'm also hoping that Mike Evans is healthy. I think I saw a report last week or earlier this week that he was uh, on the mend. He had something going on. So I'm hoping he's back at full strength for week one. So I'm interested to see how that offense moves along. Uh, the defense, I believe, is young and hungry. I, I know that Jordan Whitehead from Pitt is there, and they have a few other guys on the defense. Uh, I think they still needs some work. But um, they they could be an exciting team to watch this year. So – I'm not going to you know, rule them out from being maybe in the middle of the pack, but I don't think they're going to rise up enough to take over the division unless something just really happens where it's just you know, worse the first, and that would mean that New Orleans and Atlanta and, and Carolina would have to really uh, you know, go downhill in order for Tampa to be top of the heap. So, but I, I am looking forward to watching them and seeing how they progress this year. All right. Well, okay. I, I mean, you
1: make some good points, and and I know we got got to get to Carolina real quick, but I mean, I, I could you you've always liked Jameis, well, I, I know you I know you've always liked Jameis, and I, and look, he 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 can really he can really throw the ball. I mean, he really can, but he's just for me, it's just meh. Like he's not doing anything. Like Jameis, do something. Like makes galvanize someone and not in a sexist and inconsiderate manner. Like when you talk about females sitting down and doing all this other, all this other crap that he was talking about last year. Remember that, mom? Remember when James was talking about, talking about all that crazy stuff. Remember that? Yeah. But
2: I'm hoping that he's had enough go on that he's matured. And he's about 25 or 26. It's like, Okay, you know a, a person's brain finishes maturing at 25, so he's hit that point. So hopefully we'll see something a little different from him this year, and all that—not all, all right. that foolishness from before. Uh, all right. Well, it, okay. It, it, you know, we'll, he's a, we'll he, see. About
1: he, he's a knucklehead. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I, I, <laughs> I'm all Uncle Chopper. Side on this one. Like I am. Like I, I'm sorry. Like I want. Like. I I actually do like what the black quarterbacks would do well in the league, but it's like, Jameis, you were an idiot. Like you acted like an idiot and you said idiotic things. Like and sexist things in two thousand nineteen. Have a little bit of self awareness, please. One time. Like that's all I'm asking. It's not that hard. Like it's like, oh my goodness. Anyway. All right, real quick, because I'll get ready. queue you up. You'll you'll be talking about the Carolina Panthers, but uh, for Throwback Thursday, so you have a couple seconds to get that ready. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers now, uh, plus 450 to win to win the division, uh, 25 to one. So some have Carolina at 25 to one. Others have plus 2,000 for uh, Carolina to win the conference. And their Super Bowl odds are both fifty to one. Um I'll start here. Look, the bottom line with Carolina is Christian McCaffrey is awesome. Like he, he he's he's giving he's making white running backs cool again. I mean he really is. The guy's just awesome. He he really, really is. He can catch the ball, he can run between the tackles, and he's fast. And he gets it. He he doesn't actually seem like a prick. He actually seems like a good guy. Like Nobody, nobody hates him. Like that that That's the cool thing about Christian McCaffrey. And he's really good. So, like, he's one of the reasons why I want to watch the Panthers. Um, and for my fantasy team purposes, too, because I'm looking at him to draft on my fantasy team because I know the guys show up every week and put in an honest day's work. Okay. Now, here's the elephant in the room, and everyone here knows it. Is Cam Newton healthy? Did Cam Newton throw a a football 15 yards? Because the last time we saw Cam Newton, his shoulder, his his arm was going to fall off. Because he he couldn't move his arm. And Carolina went in the tank because of it. Um, If Cam Newton's healthy, Carolina's got a real shot here. Because on defense, I know what I'm going to get. I I don't think Thomas Davis is there anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Nope, yep, he's gone. I believe he's with yeah. the Chargers now. Okay, so Thomas Davis is gone, but Luke Keekley is not. And that dude, woo! You want to talk about a dude right there. Luke Keekley or Bobby Wagner, one of the two. I, I'm not sure which is one, which is two, but Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner are the two best linebackers in the league. Luke Keekley is just everywhere. He makes all the plays, he's really smart, he understands how to play the game. And impact the game. The guy's just awesome, um, but we'll, we'll see. Because Carolina, if if, Car- if Cam Newton's healthy, the Carolina's got a real shot, in my opinion. So, oh uh, Trevor, what, what are your thoughts there? Carolina is
0: you know really well coached team. Rivera's a really good coach. I um, I think I think they'll be a competitive team as long as he is there. I think, I think people. Maybe over overemphasizing the fact that Cam Newton has on that team. I think they win with with tough defense. I think that's that's really what their what their mo is defense. So, I and plus they're going to find ways to win because he's they're, they're very I said, they're very well coached. Uh can't see Cam Newton. He's hurt. His arm is hurt. His passing never was really his strong suit. Even when he had a strong arm, he was never really a consistent. Consistently accurate passer. So, and um, McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey's a nice, I guess, wingback. I'm not sure if he's somebody you can give the ball to 20 or 25 times a game, and he could take the 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 pounding, the hits. I don't I don't think he has the size for that. But I mean, as far as catching passes out of the backfield and being a threat in that way, I I I think he's he's good. You know, Carolina. I think, I think you can look for Carolina to win eight to ten games. I'm not sure who their backup is, but Cam Newton, his quarterback, his passing ability has always been a little overrated to me. So, I even if he's not, if he's hurt and they bring somebody else in, I'm not sure who their backup is. You know who their backup is? You know, used to be. I haven't seen
2: that yet, but um, they're about to play on NFL. look at from NFL network just now so if it shows up I will see who the backup is right now. But right. um but. Well, you know Cam had sh- surgery in January on that shoulder.
0: Right. I um mm-hmm. oh they okay
1: they played New England. Yeah right. when? I don't think Tom I don't think Tom's gonna play tonight. I, no I don't think Tom's playing. I don't think Tom's no. suited
2: up though. Uh, I he he's suited up so... Well,
1: so we'll see. Well he's suited I up, think- but you know, Bill 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 might just stick it to Tom and be like, I know you want to play, but I'm not you're not playing. Like you know. I, I just I don't know I don't know if Bill's gonna have, have Tom out there for three quarters. It's not, not it's not like, well, I I just saw him saw him here on the television here, yeah. Yeah. Well may, maybe I'm wrong about this one. Maybe maybe Tom is gonna play and that that kinda scares me. Don't oh. get hurt. Don't get hurt, Normally- man, please.
0: Normally, the third game, the next, the next, to the last game, the starters play for a little while. Yeah, at I,
1: least I, a half. I. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, scared. I just don't, I just don't want, I don't. Tom, just don't get hurt. Like, no, like just, please don't just, get hurt.
0: Like, he just ran the ball so quick before anyone can bl- can blow on him. Trust me. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true. Of, yeah. But all, oh, he'll, all he'll, these he'll pre, pre, all these games is just like you, you just hold your breath as the starters are going to play. You're just like, oh my gosh, don't get hurt, please. Like, right. like you know. My, but
0: my last word on Cam, Carolina can yeah. win without
2: him. Carolina doesn't right.
0: need him to win. Hmm. That's that's my last word on on Cam. Huh. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I agree with that one, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll move on and talk about talk yeah, about. Yeah, I, I
2: don't agree with that. Yeah, I I, I, um, I don't
1: agree either. Here, all right, Bob. Here we go. You're you're up here, and once you're done talking, introduce the Throwback Thursday. But before you do, Bob, I'm going to tell everybody that the Always 100 podcast is live tonight on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio.com call number number's always there for you, 347-857-4368. And we're also on Apple Podcasts. Woohoo! Yay, Yay, I did Ray. it! I did it! Woo! I got, I got, uh, am on, I'm on the Apple Podcasts now, guys. So, search Always 100 Podcasts, uh, the is purple and orange. Um, so, search that, subscribe, like, listen, I would greatly appreciate it because we're trying to make this show the best sports podcast out there, and with your help, we'll get there. So, enough of that. Mom, go ahead. It's all
2: yours. All right, I'll be quick about Carolina. You know, they're my second favorite team in the NFC, and I love Cam Newton on the field. I didn't say off the field, but on the field. Uh, I hope he's well this season. Uh, I do think that... Uh, with Greg Olson and Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton. I think that's a great combination. Uh, but I am worried uh, the fact that Ryan Khalil retired, and that's part of the offensive line that Cam really needs to protect him, is gone. All of that institutional knowledge is gone. Uh, so that could be an issue. And also on the defensive side, Julius Pepper is retired. So I don't, oh, and Thomas Davis is gone. So, again, more institutional knowledge is out of Carolina. So I want to see how they can bounce back from that. I mean, they were okay sort of last year, like you said, until Cam, you know, got really injured. So I'm hoping that they can regroup and move forward because I would love to see them actually win the NFC South. I I would love to see that happen uh, this year. So, um, So that's all I have to say about the Carolina Panthers. But now, I, for Mr. McKenzie and Mr. Hall, I have a couple of really easy Throwback Thursday questions. <laughs> uh, so, Throwback Thursday for this week has to do with the Broncos and the Rams. So, Wow. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Broncos and the Rams? What? Yes. They, what, they play what's the reasoning for that? Huh. Because they play a preseason this week, and I said, "Huh, I don't think that we ever really talk about that combination of teams." So I thought it'd be a good one to pick a couple of questions in reference to those uh, those matchups. So cool, yeah, cool. The the two teams have played 14 times. Tell me who is on top and what the uh, the breakdown is: wins to losses. Trev, you go
0: first. Huh. Well, this is a total guess here. I
2: right.
0: uh I'd say Denver. Uh eight wins to six losses.
1: Okay. Quinn? Uh I I would say I would say Denver two. I, I would say Denver nine five.
2: So the Rams lead the series nine to five.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> yes. Really? Yes, that is correct. So tell me huh. guys, when was the first game between these two teams played and where? Mm. Total guess, I'm sure. Quinn.
1: Oh man. Um well. I I think I would think it would be when the when the Rams were in LA, so I I would LA was, the venue was LA probably the Coliseum or something. Um in like
2: uh, 70, 79.
0: Okay, Trev. Uh I don't even know this one.
2: Yeah, the Rams and Broncos
0: was only even on my radar, so I would. Um, the thing is, you to know it has to be after 1970. That's when the merger. Denver's an old right. AFL team, so it's got to be 1970 right. or, or later. Oh boy. Hmm. This is a good question. How about? <laughs> how about? Uh, I know that. Well, okay. How about 1970 in LA? The
2: first game was played November the 12th, 1972 at the LA Coliseum. The Broncos won 16 to 10. The head coach for the Broncos was John Ralston and the quarterback was Charlie Johnson. The Rams coach was Tommy Prothro and the quarterback was Roman Gabriel.
1: Wow. wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Some people probably <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wasn't anywhere in the same area code as those, those numbers yeah.
2: at all.
1: Yeah, I didn't know either. Okay.
2: Yeah, I know. That's, oh. That was a tough one. Okay, so here's one that's eh, somewhat easy. Which team leads the postseason matchup?
0: Wow. Trev? Well... Okay, postseason. The thing is, they've always been in separate conferences, so they they had not right. played in a Super Bowl. And I don't right. remember the Rams was in the Super Bowl. Do so I? Right. I I don't remember that. I okay, Quinn. I mean, everyone's beat everyone's beaten Denver in Super Bowl, so I will remember the Rams <laughs> beating them. But I I can't I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, I, I it, say it's, it's zero zero. Oh.
1: Uncle Trevor, you're not right, man. You ain't right, man. Anyway, <laughs>
2: with,
1: your, with your guess, postseason series well, Bob to be totally honest with you. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say zero zero because I'm not really sure if they played in the postseason. <laughs> like I'm said they're right? both I, correct. You're, you're correct. Yeah.
2: neither team because they've never played in the postseason.
1: Yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, I was
2: just, yeah. All right. So, next to last question. Which team has won the last three regular season matchups?
1: I'm going to go with the Rams cuz cuz the, cause the, yeah. the Ra- well, yeah, the Rams
2: won last year. I I know that. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably the Rams, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Rams.
2: The Rams since uh, since 2006 have won the last three. The last time Denver won was in 2002 against the greatest show on turf, and they won 23-16 to 16 against Kurt Warner and his crew. And here is a big old snowball question, softball question, I should say. Uh, Trev, I, I'm going to give this one to you. Cause I, no, actually I'm going to give it to Quinn. Quinn should know this, hopefully. How many games did each NFL team play in 1972? Regular season.
1: Uh, was that a 14-game schedule, probably? Probably. 14-game? Yes, that yeah. is correct. That's 14, 14 good games.
2: answer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> good answer. Yeah.
2: That, my friends, is your throwback Thursday for this week.
1: Cool. I mean, that was a good one, Bob. And, Bob, I, that's good on you because no, nobody said it had to be about, about the topic of conversation, so that was good on you for doing, for picking something different. That was, that was pretty good there. That was, that was a good learning experience, and I was really surprised that I got that 14-game schedule right, which is pretty cool, so, (laughs) all right, you guys, 22 minutes to go. Got four teams to look at the AFC South, but not before, I'd say one last time. That the Always One Hundred Podcast is live on Blog Talk Radio and bogtalkradio.com. And find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Always One Hundred Podcast in the iTunes Store. Subscribe, like, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun ride. You guys will enjoy the show. So Alright, AFC South, here we go. We're gonna start with Ooh. Uh, you know what, Mom? We're going to start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going no, to start like, because, no, 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 oh boy. I'm starting here because I'm rooting for the Jaguars for one reason and one reason only, Team Nick Foles. Because Nick Foles has been getting shafted by everybody. We're we, Y'all, y'all, people need to realize that Nick Foles, while, yes, he did not he did not play a full season, and we'll see how it goes for him in the full season. The last two years, this man has bailed out injury prone Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. One time they were the best team in football, and he played the two greatest playoff games, you know, for a quarterback that I've would that I've seen. Um just beating the brakes off the Vikings in an absolute—it it, it was thirty-eight to seven, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even that close, okay? Um, and then went to Minnesota and proceeded to throw for three hundred and seventy-five yards, three TDs, zero interceptions, perfect passer rating. I can go on all day long. The guy was absolutely terrific in route to winning Super Bowl MVP. Okay, so then, so then you're thinking, oh, I can't do it again, right? Well, he wouldn't have to if Carson Wentz has stayed healthy, but everybody knows he's injury-prone, right? So Nick Foles gets thrust into action again, right? And if Alshon Jeffrey doesn't drop, doesn't straight drop a, a pass right in his hands with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter in the Superdome, I'm pretty sure that the, the Eagles are going back to the NFC Championship game because the Saints weren't stopping them. That That's what it took for St. Nick and all of his voodoo magic that he has on people to not go to the NFC Championship game for for back-to-back years. And the Eagles let him go and then proceeded to give Carson Wentz $128 million. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm rooting for Nick Foles because, quite frankly, the guy won Philly a Super Bowl championship, and he's going to get the love he deserves in Jacksonville. And if Jacksonville is anywhere near the playoff picture. You know, Nick Nick Foles is going to get a lot of love for that. So, uh, whoever wants to go next.
2: Well, I don't know if the Jaguars believe in St. Nick the way the Eagles did. Uh, So, that remains to be seen how well they take to him and how well he learns Doug Marone's offense and, and things of that nature. Uh, so I think they're going to have to rely more on their defense, which is actually pretty good defense to get them through while Foles makes his adjustments. Uh, But I I honestly, Quinn, don't think Foles is as great as you think he is. I just think that he had a great supporting cast for him in Philly, which I don't think they really have in Jacksonville on the offensive side. So I don't expect great things out of him, but we'll see. I may be wrong you know, let's be clear. I'm real happy that Alshon Jeffrey dropped that ball last year. Okay. Boy, you, you and me both. Wait a minute. You and me both. Cause we were watching the game together and I was, and we were just yeah. sitting
1: over there. Like you gotta be bleeping me right now. Like, this can't be happening. Like, like this is not happening again. Is it like we're not, this can't happen. Like somebody, please like this cannot happen. And, um, uh, you know, and and yeah, it was unbelievable to watch that happen. And also, uh, just turned it to uh, the NFL Network and Andy Dalton just threw a dime right there to CJ Uzoma, the tight end. So anyway, yeah, but love, you're right, you're right on all accounts. We were so glad that Alshon dropped that ball because I don't know, I don't know if we could have handled it if, if the Eagles were back in the NFC Championship again, but. I'm to try. What are your thoughts on the Jags
0: here? Uh, I think I think Leonard Fournette, and I'm not sure is he still on the team. Yes.
1: Uh yes, yes he is.
0: I think I think he is the bigger X factor for Jacksonville than the quarterback. I just I think I think Jacksonville's key to winning is running the ball and tough defense. I mean Nick Foles. To me, Nick Foles looks shaky against New Orleans. After they started hitting him a little bit. He came out hot, then the, the, the next three quarters he kind of did nothing because they started hitting him hard. I think he's going to get hit hard again with Jacksonville. I'm not sure how much better he's going to be than the quarterback they just let go. And he really never proven himself outside of Philadelphia. So, but He went to Kansas City had-
2: for a while, didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, but Jacksonville has a good defense, and if Fournette is back, and they can run the ball, that's all. That's all they're really going to need to be a competitive team. So. Nick Foles. Oh, I, I agree. I think. I think they overpaid for Nick Foles. I think Man. they can cut cut back on the quarterback's pay, and focus on that strong defense and keeping them together. I think that's going to work.
1: But if that was an overpay, I mean. Look, the Cowboys would would definitely have paid Nick Foles that. I mean, four for $88, 20, 22000000 a year for uh, for, uh who do you call it? for um, A Super Bowl champion? For a Super Bowl MVP. Pedestrian. Um, yes, but a Super Bowl MVP nonetheless, okay? Yeah, he <laughs> um, got hot. Can, can you do it? I, he did. Hey, look, look, Joe Flacco got hot too. You know what he parlayed that into? Six years, a hundred and twenty million dollars from the Ravens. Okay, yep. it happened. Yep. The man got hot. Yep. The man got I hot. Agree. Had a had a fantastic playoff run. Whether he was worth it or not, the man got compensated handsomely. And Dak Prescott yep. should take notes. If Dak Prescott even comes close to the Super Bowl, could you, Mom, Could you even imagine if Dak Prescott wins the Super Bowl? How much money that man gonna be wanting this year? Could you? <laughs> Could you even could you even imagine? Um, by the way, Kyle Van Noy got hurt. Now I, I'm I already told you don't get hurt. This is a don't get hurt game, and Kyle Van Noy already got hurt. So I, I'm I'm foul Kyle I'm a Van Noy
2: got hurt. He got hurt sacking Cam Newton. I uh,
1: he 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 hit him
2: too. I, I, that was the thing. I was like,
1: man, Van Noy got hurt, man. Dang. Anyway. All right, we're gonna go. We're we're gonna move a little bit quicker here. Uh, Let's see. We'll we'll go. We'll get the Titans out the way really quick. Um, The bottom line on the Titans is, I mean, the Titans are always the the Titans are always in the mix in the AFC wild card race. Mariota's meh. I like him though. I like him. He's a good quarterback, but he's just meh. And Meh in the AFC South. I mean, you got three teams already that could be really, you know, in, in, in a in a playoff uh in a playoff push here with the Houston Texans, Colts and Jaguars there. So, you know, we'll see what Tennessee has. Derrick Henry was unbelievable in the second half of the year. So uh, we'll just see what the Titans can do. Now LaFour, La gone. You know, not not messing the offense up. So maybe maybe they'll establish the run and give Derrick Henry the ball more often than not. So we'll we'll see what what happens with the Titans here. Uncle Trevor, what do you think?
0: I, I like Tennessee. They they seem like they're a very physical football team. I know I know last year a lot what they did to New England. when it was very impressive. <laughs> they. No, they did. That
1: was, that was very they, impressive. Yes. No, it was. Yes, they're, they're a very, very
0: physical football team. I was really shocked at what happened to them in the the final game against the Colts. That, they just got dominated. And I, I didn't know what happened. But I'm, right. I'm going I'm I'm to I'm I'm ignore that game and look at the rest of their season. And, you know, they're, they're a very physical defense, very physical offense. And, you know, that's that's a good combination to have in the NFL. So I think I think they're going to be a, a, a another another very competitive team in that division to um, to win it.
1: But they, they, I think they went. I think Tennessee went nine nine and seven last year, and they they yeah they went nine and seven last year, and they lost they lost in um, lost in the the week seventeen game to the really extremely hot Colts. And uh, before we move on, uh, Tom Brady mom is on the field. So, my my heart rate is – I'm exhilarated. I'm really happy, and Van one running around. So, everybody looks like they're okay for now. So, let's hope we can keep it that way. Uh, what, what are your thoughts there on the Titans there, Bob?
2: I, I don't really have thoughts one way or the other. I mean, I think Tennessee is okay. Um, mm-hmm. Mariota is an okay quarterback. He's not – I think he's mediocre. He's not great. He's not bad. He's just sort of middle of the pack as far as NFL quarterbacks are concerned. Um, I do think Derrick Henry gives them a lot of um, strength as far as their offense is concerned along with uh, hopefully Delaney Walker will come back and you know, be a good tight end for him and, and healthy tight end. But I, I mean, I'm not really sold on Marriott. I mean, he's all right, but he's He was a Heisman Trophy winner that unfortunately looks to be one of those that's not going to really rise up like you would have hoped. Um, So the defense is good, and they'll keep them in the game, but I don't think that they will rise to be at the top of the division. I think that's for the Colts and for the the Texans. But I don't think, but I don't think they'll be at the bottom. I think Jacksonville will be at the bottom, and then
1: the um, the Titans. All right. Well, uh, it, Tennessee's on. And yeah, uh, yes, the game in Nashville, they they really they really beat the brakes off the win. Uh, it real it really was impressive what they did. And I, I I know Tom didn't play particularly well in that ball game, but really that was more had a lot more to do with Tennessee. Than than us really so yeah you know, Tennessee's capable of doing those sorts of things all right we got two teams and nine minutes run Sony run run Sony run and it's going to be called back but Sony Michelle ripped off a big run there uh the Indianapolis Colts mom uh, real quick I'm just going to be quick on the Colts because everybody knows if Andrew Luck's not there the Colts are just a, just absolutely terrible like I mean bottom line the Colts stink. Without Andrew Luck And that's just really all there is to it Because apparently by, Apparently four months they, they still couldn't find the root of the guy's injury So now so now they're saying it was a calf strain and, then, and now they're saying It's a high ankle sprain Which one is it? Because that's your franchise quarterback pay, Getting paid 87 million guaranteed dollars And the guy can't stay on the field He's like Carson Wentz Except older Okay. Well, get
2: ready to see Jacoby Brissett. That's going to be your guy right. at least for the first half of the season.
1: First half of the season? He's out for the first I, half I think, of the year?
2: No, 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 no. That's that's my thought. Oh. That's no, that's oh, nothing official. Like, oh, that's
1: that's really <laughs> bad. Like.
2: No, I but I do think that they are not saying really what's going on with Andrew Luck. Remember the last time they did that, he missed the whole year. So no. that's okay, I don't I don't but, know if I trust them what they say about his injuries.
1: But but that's what I'm saying. That's really bad. Like like, Colts physicians guys, you had all off season long to figure out what was wrong with this guy. It's you're we're two weeks away from the start of the season, and your quarterback is nowhere close to playing football. What are you doing? Like what what's going on, Colts? Like you know, the, cult, the cult, basically the bottom line is if Andrew Luck's not there, the Colts aren't going anywhere. That's really that's really all there is to it. Uh, I'm the sure what What's what your thought? Yeah, I got a
0: similar opinion on, on the Colts. Uh, even if Andrew Luck does start the season, I mean, how long is it going to last? So it's they're they're kind of hard to um, to figure. But so, but basically, I, I'm, I'm assuming if the Colts. If they don't have Andrew Luck, it'll probably be a sub 500 team, and with him, maybe division winner. You have have to find out what the the injury is and and go from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I just uh, I it's just it's just sad because when the guy's on the field, he's really good. Like comeback player of the year, low key MVP candidate. But the guy can't stay healthy ever.
2: Well, I, Yeah, but I don't think that's all his fault. He did not have a good offensive line early in his career, and I think he had too many hits. So they didn't do him any favors by not surrounding him by a good offensive line. The man used to be running for his life in most games. He, he, was, he, he really
1: was on suicide watch, yes. I, I will say that. Yes, he was. But his offensive line is really good now. I mean, Quentin Nelson is just – Quentin Nelson just mauled everybody. I, it didn't matter who you were. The man—he was mauling people all the way to an All-Pro season, All-Pro selection. It might be a little bit too late for Andrew
2: Luck, though.
1: Yeah, I—I—I I, 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 I think so too. I, I just—I—I I don't know. But here we go. Last last one here, and then we'll—I'll I'll end with a couple of thoughts on next week and the week after. The Houston Texans, Bob. The Houston Texans, your other favorite team, your, your other team that you like a lot, with your other favorite quarterback, Deshaun Watson. There, uh, plus three hundred to win the division, uh, twenty to one to win the conference, forty to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'll just be quick. If if Houston, if Houston could get past the wild card game, they may have something. They really, really, they really, really could. But I I just – it's every year Houston hosting somebody else, and if somebody else usually beats the brakes off Houston, I can't really – I can't really say much of anything for Houston until you show me that you can advance in the playoffs. But if you can, you may have something. Because Clowney, Watt, Merciless, that defense is amazing. J.J. Watt, I mean – I mean, what, what what's there to say about J.J. Watt? That hasn't been said already before. The guy's just absolutely terrific in every way. Three-time defensive player of the year. I can go on and on. But, you know, it's just more of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Not, talk about a guy on suicide watch. Deshaun Watson needs to be that, too. So, you know, he's got to be careful because that offensive line for him hasn't really uh, – Uh, Helped him out over his career as well. So, those are my thoughts on the Houston Texans. So, all right, real quick, Uncle Trevor, if you have any thoughts on Houston? Houston is, I guess,
0: a perennial playoff team. They get get knocked out early. So, you have to look at them as, again, (laughs) I don't, it looks like they're going to trade Jadavian Clowney Mm -hmm. before the season starts. That's the way, that's that's all I'm reading, I guess, because of his salary demand. So we got to see So who is the leading it.
2: candidate? Where where's he gonna trade it get traded to?
0: I um I saw a list and I don't remember it right now.
2: Okay.
1: Well, I heard something I I they were prognosticating on first take, but this this conversation okay. came up. They were like, you know, Philadelphia or Cleveland or New right. England, some somebody okay. like that, but I, I don't think the tech well well, if, they, if he gets traded to the Eagles, I mean, whew, that's gonna be no. Um, he needs to stay whoa. out of the NFC. Maybe yeah, maybe that, that that could be that could be a problem for the NFC if Clowney, you know, and I, I don't even think he was a bust as a number one pick at all. But he, you know, he's been he's just been hurt all the time. So Kalani, so you gotta, you know, factor that in with him. But I yeah, I've heard that too on the trailer. I think Houston's just I, I don't know. He I don't know what Houston's doing because if they keep those two together. I mean, they could be just wrecking shop for years. But man, could you could you imagine could you imagine him on you know, not even on Philly, but you could could you imagine him on Cleveland Browns? I mean, that could I mean, talk about record. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Cleveland was the I remember that the article, Cleveland was on,
0: on that list. Or I guess Miles Garrett was Cleveland. So, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, just hanging out. That, I that just happens. I just don't I just don't really know what I don't know what they want in return for him though. I mean, that's the thing. You got that. That's another big thing because they because and, and you're gonna have to pay them because my really. What what I would have liked for you is to have to have some space to add Jadavia and Clowney on your team. Boy, could you imagine? Could you imagine him oh, on the That'd be awesome. Woo! Yeah, that
2: would be awesome. Woo-wee.
1: Oh, baby. I mean, you wanna talk about baby, you want you wanna talk about something that you can really you can really get somewhere with that, but if you if you had Clowney on your team opposite to Marcus Lawrence, and have Tyrone Crawford up to the, oh oh my goodness woo wee but i i don't i don't think Dallas has enough room to to sign him you know so that would be the only reason why Dallas wouldn't be in the in the running but so i, I just i just don't really that that that's something to think about with Jadavia and Klein. but Bob do you have in a minute do you have a uh, any thoughts on the Texans in about a minute? so we can...
2: Well, I don't know if Trevor was finished, um, but all I have to do is say Houston Texans will be the division champ. That's enough
1: said. All right. Oh, Trevor, any last words here, or are you all good? Yeah, I'm all good. All right. All right. Well, the British, the British producer in my ear is starting to yell at me here. About six. I've uh, been teasing it all show long uh, we're, we're now on Apple Podcasts, guys It's, it's just awesome uh, Always 100 podcasts on Apple Podcasts now uh, It's going to be a lot easier for you guys to listen to the show here And I'm just really thankful for the people that helped get that thing up um, We're going to bring you Each week we're trying to improve the content Get more guests on here you know, just just this is the preseason right now. We're just trying to get our pallets wet um, for the regular season next week. Nine five uh, next week. Sorry, the twenty ninth. Last division preview show of this season uh, will be the AFC and NFC West. But hey, until then, this has been the Always One Hundred podcast. Check the show out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, like, listen, comment. I need some feedback to make it better. Okay, but until then, this has been the Always 100 Podcast. See you next week, y'all.